The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots. I'm going to fix my microphone to make sure we're not overmodulating here. And there we go. And um, Mickey Spagnola almost said something that you may want to hear, but Mickey does not want you to hear on Mix Shots <laughs> as we get started. As we pull back the curtain as we get started on a Wednesday. Oh, okay, Chris Beam, our producer. <laughs> Had it under control. And he make he makes sure he knows when to turn up Mickey's mic and when to put it down. Hey, look who's back today. Everson's here. Oh, baby. I'm ready now. Renewed vigor. I'm ready. It's a it's a brief hey, Mickey, appearance. Mickey, you're there though. inside. <laughs> Ever so brief. That's right. He's making a cameo appearance this week. Uh, as we uh, we'll tell you about that as we go along uh, tomorrow's show. But we got to get through today's show first. Mickey inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio there at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, where there are football players on the premises today. Yes, not? football players doing football oh. work out here. Uh, actually practiced mm-hmm. outdoors today, so uh, the weather didn't scare them away, and they got in eh, about an hour, hour and a half practice. All right. First time in a while that yeah. the uh, players have uh, been out there on the practice field. Have you done let, uh, Let's see. They would have been uh, before the Thanksgiving before, Day Wednesday game. before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which is unlike the Cowboys' next opponent, the Baltimore Ravens, who last practiced the Friday before their last game, which was a week ago Sunday. So it's been, and they are within an hour kicking off against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cannot I'm checking Twitter. That. I'm checking Twitter as we go along Cannot to make sure they're still that. on to play. <laughs> I'm good. I, I have football on a Wednesday afternoon. This is the best thing in the world to me. And it's an ugly day outside, too. This is yeah. great, man. This, yeah, is, this was ordered just for me and my household. There you, there you go. That's exactly right. And plus, it's uh, you can scout the Cowboys' next opponent, so you're doing prep work for mix shots uh, even after we get off the air this afternoon. That he'll use on A Monday, prep work? right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay, you want to go ahead and tell us uh, yes. what the schedule yeah, is gotta, for tomorrow because I cannot be here. I've got a conflict, and Everson does as well. So we're going to come in with a um, – Kind of an, um, I don't know if I should say it's an all-star crew or a pickup crew, uh, but... Uh, no, no, you better not say that. No, no. <laughs> it's a pickup crew, right? No, we are the all-star crew right? here, so okay. let's just clarify that. Right? Well, uh, it'll be myself, uh, Nate Newton stepping in again on mix shots. See, I think he wants to be on mix shots, tell you the truth. Uh, and That's what it is. our That's special exactly guest will is. be the voice of the Cowboys, Brad Sham, will be joining us. So... And then we don't have a show on Bradley. Friday, uh, so we will reconvene here as a group on Monday. Of, it'll be uh, of game week, right? 
day before. Yeah, when, is, the day when, before is, when is game day? Game when day is, is, game two, day? is Tuesday. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's a great that, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> that's a short right now. <laughs> it's scheduled for Tuesday. Right. <laughs> right now. Oh, you never can count on things. You never know. But I did see where uh, Baltimore successfully got on their airplane and was going to Pittsburgh. So, And they didn't have anybody test positive today so far. But I assume they all tested before they got on the plane. Uh, so that was a good news for Baltimore. They had two tested positive yesterday, But right? yesterday they did, yes. And then Pittsburgh, their starting center, Maurice Pouncey, tested positive this morning. So he won't be oh, playing in the goodness. game. Yep. Marquise Pouncey is out. Uh, I mean, and so, I mean, that's a last-minute deal. I'm looking over here at NFL Network. Uh, they've got their pregame going and. Uh, it looks like a beautiful day for football there. And Everson, you got the rest of your day lined up because you've got football starting at 2.30 right after mix shots. And then you get to watch the Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller Center tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah, starts I'll, at 7 o'clock. I have the eggnog ready with that one. That, that's right. And, <laughs> and, and that is why they're playing in the afternoon because NBC decided they cannot preempt the tree lighting at Rockefeller Center. So uh, they're playing I Wednesday think, afternoon. I think alongside football. that, they didn't trust if the, the, the Ravens are going to do right. You know, they, they didn't want to hang their hats on a game that's been moved, what, two or three times already. So they said, yep. you know what, we're going to go with a sure thing. The tree is going to be there. We don't know about the football team. <laughs> so you know what? This there doesn't this doesn't happen, I bet, too often, but the Dallas Cowboys, uh, after they finished their practice already and finished their meetings, their afternoon prep work for the game is watching the game this afternoon here at the Ford Center. Ah. So they they'll get their popcorn ready right cool. now. That's right. I bet you never had a team meeting that you watched a game uh, when, when you were playing. But nope. they decided that since they've got so many days to prepare uh, for the game, uh, that they would uh, you know, use this to – and, and uh, my understanding is, is, is they're going to watch it from their position group. So not everybody together in one spot. Uh, they'll go into their oh, position group meetings. See, everyone and watch. needs to be together. No, and then they can have in these popcorn. day and age, you don't need to be together. Yeah. You popcorn, or, or beer, sharing popcorn. hot chocolate. <laughs> you know, you want to, <laughs> you want to have some stuff, man. This is like going to a theater or something. You know, like like being at camp, right? This is what this is about. This, maybe they'll yeah, they open can have the, that kind of feel, and you could enjoy the session. Maybe they'll open the concession <laughs> and what stands makes this? in the Ford Center. You know. <laughs> And, of course, it happens a lot where you get an opportunity, like when you have your bye week and the team that you're going to be playing next is, is, doesn't have the same bye week that you have. And so, like, on a Sunday on your bye week, you could sit there and watch the game, but not as, you're not going to do it as a team together because you're off on your own on a bye week. The other difference here is, as Mike McCarthy pointed out in his press conference uh, this morning, is they've already done a couple of days of uh, – of work on the Ravens, and so this is what makes this unique. Is now they've done some work there, uh, and the advanced scouting reports on, and also try to figure out who might be available for the Ravens next week. And now, as a team, they can sit down and watch that team play live, and so that's what makes this uh, unique over uh, and not maybe to a mention bye week the, in the, the past. extra preparation time as well. 
Yeah, because they What's would have that? they would have had their uh, virtual meeting yesterday. Remember, they couldn't come in on Monday and Tuesday, yeah. but they met. Uh, and right. it sounded like Mike talked about we did our installations already, uh, and then they'll you know continue today, and then th- uh, uh, they'll watch the game, and then tomorrow uh, is the uh, memorial service for Marcus Paul. Uh, now the, they're having it at a church with the family, close friends. Uh, and the Cowboys, as a team, will watch that virtually from here uh, at the Star. So they'll be somewhat a part of it, uh, and they'll be able to go through the memorial service, but from afar, as we've come to know mm-hmm. in this 2020 year. Yeah, with yeah. the uh, COVID restrictions, they can only have so many people in the uh, in the church uh, for the so service. So in, in regards to the Baltimore game, I mean, Cowboys could take advantage of this uh, extra preparation time, right? They're supposed to be playing them by the schedule. They're supposed to be playing them tomorrow, correct? Correct. By the schedule. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But now yeah, originally. they get extra days to prepare for them. Now, having to having said that, uh, watching this game, I don't believe Lamar Jackson is going to play. Is that correct? To- today. That's my understanding today. Today, yes, today. Yeah. The so, problem for you know, the Cowboys prepping is for them, prepping <laughs> yeah. for them without Lamar in the game. You know, as you watch today's game, I don't know if that's going to help or hurt them in regards to the prep because they're going to be a completely different team with a different quarterback because there is no other beast like uh, like the unicorn in Lamar Jackson. Well, and the other part of it is that had the game been original, uh, let's say they had just uh, postponed the Steelers game to another week or canceled it, and the Cowboys and Ravens played on Thursday, then they would not be facing Lamar Jackson. And now it looks like they will be facing Lamar Jackson when they play on Tuesday. Although, uh, Bill, if if, 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 if he plays, (laughs) though, he's not going to have much practice time, I don't think. To prepare, the whole team's not having right? much practice because they won't have ten. They, yeah. I mean, they're, they're his ten. I mean, his ten days aren't up until later in the week, right? Or almost till the game day for Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, so yeah. So, uh, but they'll have they'll have. But, but they're playing they're playing today, so it's only like it's like playing a Saturday game, right? Because then they're going to play on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. And then right. And then right. as I went off yesterday, Everson, uh, they get to play their next game on Monday night, while the Cowboys have to play on a short week, traveling from the East Coast on Sunday. Yes. And you lose Wednesday. That's what we talked about in the email. Yeah, yeah. you lose Wednesday. And uh, and then they they don't get the extra day to practice like Baltimore does, and they're the ones that cause this problem. <laughs> so go figure. They have to be the most infected team so far, right? Uh, it sure looks that way. Uh, I mean, and this has been going on for several weeks with them. And that's inc- that's including the staff, not just the players, but right. that's including the staff. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, right, and and you figure, and you figure, you know, that this is an advantage for the Cowboys. Knock on wood, the Cowboys don't have uh, an issue arise. You know, the Cowboys have a, have extra time to repair. It's going to be uh, this will be the uh, they'll have eleven days in between games uh, playing on Tuesday now, and the bulk of this time all spent preparing for the Ravens, while the Ravens haven't been on the practice field at all. 
even before there's what would have been their scheduled game on Thursday and even since then preparing even for the Steelers and who knows if their practice facility is going to be open for them uh, even this weekend uh, because of the number of cases they're still dealing with and so uh, if ever the Cowboys had an opportunity to go on the road and the other part of it and we can get into this as we go along here if you look at the issues that the Ravens have had on their offensive line, even uh, even not in regard to COVID, but injury issues, they lost Ronnie Stanley, their uh, left tackle, just like the Cowboys lost theirs. They're piecing it together. I mean, even going back to the offseason when Marshall Yanda is out, you know, just like Travis Frederick for the Cowboys, uh, it's not the same Ravens team that uh, that took the field last year, uh, even from a personnel standpoint. Uh, even without all the COVID stuff, and so and uh, their weapons on offense uh, have been have proven uh, not to be as capable, which is why uh, they signed Des Bryant a month ago. Yeah, and, and, I, and that's and, what I picked for my Super Bowl team. So that seems to be tanked right now. Uh, they haven't played well at all this year in regards to living up to the expectations. So my 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 AFC Super Bowl team is not looking good. Hell, for that matter, neither is my NFC Super Bowl team looking <laughs> good. So, we'll see. <laughs> so this will be this will be the first yeah. time. This will be the first time, assuming Dez is active for the game against Baltimore, that the Cowboys have to face one of their number eighty-eights. Right. Hmm. Michael finished and, his and career. Wearing, there. Is he wearing eighty-eight? No, I don't know is if he's he wearing eighty-eight. I don't think I, I saw him play, and I don't recall if he had eighty-eight or not. But he is eighty-eight. So uh, you know, Drew Pearson finished his career with the Cowboys. Michael Irvin finished his career with the Cowboys. We thought Dez finished his, uh, and now you'll have two eighty-eights on the field with Ceedee Lamb wearing eighty-eight hmm. going up against the third eighty-eight. Just, yeah, a, gonna be just a little that trivia is... there, that's all. <laughs> well, you know, when you talk about Dez, I know you guys saw his uh, workouts in the offseason. I don't know if you did see them, but he was all over Facebook. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be social distancing. Dez never paid not one iota to social distancing while that was going on, <laughs> and that was in the very early stages. His whole thing was, I'm getting back to the NFL he was out there running routes, and then everyone was saying, well, you know, you're just running against air. So, you know, who are you going to go against? So then he found some defensive back who was willing to risk his life as well with COVID <laughs> to go out there and guard him. And so, you know, he, he had it together. It has worked out for both of them. Thank God uh, that, you know, nothing serious happened to them. But uh, in, in regards to his drive, I had to admire you know, what he was going through because coming off of an Achilles injury, uh, I think he was at the time uh, close to 30. That is a tough deal. And he looked pretty good through those practices and workouts, and he also looked pretty good in the ball game. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Dez. And, I mean, come on, I, I, I don't know. I think all Cowboy fans really hated to see how it ended here in Dallas. So just good to see him hook up with somebody else. See, that would have been the uh, 2018 season. About this time of the year in 2018, a little uh, it was late November probably, uh, when he signed with the Saints in the first yep. practice he tears his Achilles. 
And uh, he, had, he just turned 32 a uh, little less than a month ago, so he would have just turned 30 at that point. And mm-hmm. so when you think about it, especially at that age and playing that position, uh, the, realistically, coming off an Achilles last year, he, it was going to be an uphill climb for him. Uh, even to get the opportunity uh, to to have the burst that uh, that I mean he didn't he was he didn't have the same burst that he had early in his career nobody does at age 30 to begin with and so now that he has had another year to rehab it was going to take a lot of hard work for him to get to this point and it's great to see that he is to this point where he's playing again in the NFL and I could vouch and he was for, already I a, could a vouch physical for that. specimen he, he was already a physical specimen to begin with, so he had kind of a head start in that regard. Uh, and let's just remember, as much as you know, his burst wasn't there, uh, the, the desire to catch the ball, uh, the, the, to fight for the ball, as long as he you know, had his mental acuity together, you know, he was one of the more dangerous receivers in the league when he was at his peak. He and Romo... They were something to behold together, and I'm still my, my finger still hurts from jumping up in the in the in the air after I thought he made that catch against Green Bay, and I hit my hand on the ceiling fan. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that I'm still upset about that call. And you know and, what? And to this day, the NFL is paying for it. <laughs> he 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 did make the catch, by the way. They're just the rules. damn sure did. The darn rules, <laughs> the anal people interpreting the rules were the ones that screwed it up. Only with the Cowboys do they say, let's dive a little deeper into this and see what's happening here. <laughs> Come on, man. Because I'll guarantee you All they right. still hey, don't. Hey, speaking of breaks. Yes, what about it? Speaking of breaks, <laughs> we need to take a break. Everson said, give me a break. We're going to take a break, all right? We've got much to get to here on Mix Shots on a Wednesday. It's Everson in my last appearance of at least this week here on Mix Shots. It continues in a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. 
Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Back, back, back to mixed shots. You can now support your beloved Cowboys from anywhere. Open up AT&T's Fan Zone feature inside the Cowboys app and record your personal cheer and referee signals. You'll receive a personalized mosaic and may show up on the AT&T Live FX video board during the game. Cowboys are on the road the next couple of weeks uh, with a game Tuesday at Baltimore, then the following Sunday at Cincinnati, and then they will return home against San Francisco the week of Christmas. It'll be December 20th. And so the Mm. week of Christmas, they'll play on Sunday, December 20th against San Francisco, and then the Sunday after Christmas uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. So there's your Christmas present for Cowboys fans. Bill's I hurry up and get my popcorn sealed and taken care of. Bill's (laughs) rushing to get to the end of the season here. Jeez. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Kind of like the, a present. Kind of like the Atlantic Coast Conference rushing to get to the college football playoff. Did you see that yesterday? No. Did they cancel they can, some more they, games? They, they canceled games because they canceled Notre Dame's last game and Clemson's because uh, Clemson's got to play this week. But but they canceled since Notre Dame already has a uh, the tiebreaker and so forth, even if they lost their last game. I think it's a, it would be against Wake Forest. They, they went ahead and told them, you know what, you don't need to play that game. You're in the ACC championship game. I mean, they, they are just uh, they're just ticket, they are punching their ticket to get a team into the college football playoff and, and avoid upsets, injuries, whatever they can do in order to take advantage of this situation where they've played more games than the Big Ten has. And so, uh, in fact, they, they're hoping they punch their ticket to get two teams in probably, Notre Dame and Clemson. How about that? Yeah, because at this point, Ohio State hasn't played enough games, right? That's right, yeah. And it's a chance that they, they won't get enough games in. So Herb, Herb, uh, Street, Herb Street was a little bit upset yesterday because he was saying basically that teams were just they were just tanking. They're like, look, we can play, but we're not going to play. We have decided to just opt out, basically. And those teams are opting out because either they have a a lot of problems with personnel uh, or they just say, you know what, we don't want to take the shellacking. And and he he was very upset about that, you know, being part of the 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 elite uh, at Ohio State. Uh, he can't understand that coming from some of those ACC teams, the fact that he just said they bailed. He just called it up what he thought it was. Well, uh, Dabo, mm-hmm. well, he's talking about- Dabo accused Florida State of doing just what you said. that They, they canceled mm-hmm. that game and they blamed it on COVID, but they weren't buying it. And uh, and actually, Herb Street must have said, I didn't hear it, but he said something about Michigan. Uh, last night on the college football playoff show, and I did see on Twitter that he did about a two-minute apology to Michigan fans and said he was unfair <laughs> with what he said. So. Come on, man! Come on, Kurt! <laughs> stick with your gun. Stick, stick yeah. with it, man. I, I <laughs> thought he was, was going right. to man up. I was really kind of proud of him for yeah. saying it, and then now he backs off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The uh, 
inactive list is out for the uh, Baltimore Ravens for this game, and they've got uh, two players they list as inactive. Jake Rogers and Brandon Williams. Tackle Jake Rogers and defensive tackle Brandon Williams. I guess all the other ones were already ruled out because of COVID. Well, they were on or, the or, they were already on the COVID reserve list. On COVID reserve, that's right. And so they, they don't have enough players to put the, the the normal number of players inactive. They just have two over the limit, I guess. So that, God, may, that I wish means this they game would just hurry up and get here. Yeah. They had 48 players <laughs> available to choose from instead of 53 yeah, or bringing even up guys more. from the practice squad. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's a shame. I'm, I'm hoping for a, a dilapidated uh, roster from, from Baltimore so the Cowboys can get a win. This is, boy, am I desperate. <laughs> well, the Cowboys are desperate. By the way, uh, Mickey. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Mickey, I know how much you love fantasy football, but imagine what this is doing to fantasy football leagues, uh, where normally the last week's games would end on a Monday night, and now this is stretched to Wednesday afternoon. I mean, normally uh, teams are making their waiver claims and so forth uh, on uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday, and now the whole thing's getting pushed back this week. So yeah, yeah. I know that is something that concerns you greatly. I, 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 I know, we're, I know we're, we're delving into this a lot, but, you know, when you start thinking about the 49ers, uh, Spags, I have a question for you. If one of those guys, as they travel to Phoenix, and they're going to be there for like two, three weeks, if I'm uh, not mistaken, uh, what if one of them end up testing positive? Do they go back to San Fran? Or do they stay isolated in the Arizona area? That oh. that one player. Yeah, one. I, I don't. It yeah. one, two. It doesn't matter if anyone tests positive. The, well, they could send them home because if they test positive, they're out ten days, uh, or they just leave them in the hotel room. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, no. That's the problem <laughs> is when you send them home. The problem is <laughs> you're finding. Uh, is you give them a rental car, they can go by themselves home. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, should they drive home or what? What's who's, who's, gonna, who's gonna who's gonna pilot that plane? Are they are they called are they called the they call the Jones Charter Service? You know, uh, yeah, they gotta have yeah. COVID air. That's what they're gonna be dealing yeah. with. You load them up in the cargo section and bring them home. <laughs> So I would think that they would just isolate in their hotel room. Yeah, I would think. Or I would think like so that. too. Yeah, I'm not, that'd be I'm tough not to sure. be away from home and be isolated in a hotel room. And so, by the way, along those lines, I presented uh, when I heard that they they had that issue going. I thought that the perfect scenario for San Francisco would be to come here, and uh, they could stay at the Omni in Arlington, work out at Globe Life Park, the Rangers' old ballpark, which is now made into a football stadium, and play games here. The next two here, again, and then and then they would be playing against the Cowboys the third week, and apparently that, that was seriously considered, although they decided to go the Arizona route instead. Yeah, it sounded like they wanted to, they preferred to practice um, in good weather outdoors. They, I guess they think we have winter here, 
Uh, and they would have hit 30-degree <laughs> temperatures, but not, they're not practicing at right. night, right? Goodness gracious. So, uh, by the way, uh, I, I think I mentioned it. The Cowboys I guess, I guess Mickey, uh, Mickey, 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 hold on just a second. I guess being in California, they don't have indoor practice facilities like every high school in <laughs> Texas has. <laughs> Bill, Bill All just right, go could, ahead, Mickey. Bill just couldn't help himself to get that shot him. in about Texas couldn't football. No, I was going to say, speaking of practice, Practicing. The Cowboys uh, were outdoors today, and uh, Mike McCarthy termed the practice beforehand uh, as like one that you would have coming back from a bye since they haven't practiced since a week ago Wednesday. Uh, and so it was a lighter practice. They, you know, they might have had shells on. I don't even know if they had that on. So uh, he wanted to make sure that after sitting around, well, not sitting around, but not doing much physical activity, that they didn't uh, have this hard practice and then guys get soft tissue injuries. Uh, he did point out that, yeah, as he said earlier, uh, you know, Zach Martin still going to be out a couple of weeks. They think Cam Irving may be back sooner. So from from sooner, I, I don't know if that means, you know, they're they're going to play they're going to play Tuesday Sunday. I don't know if if a guy that's missed this much time can practice maybe twice during the week and be ready to play on Sunday. In Irving's case, I would imagine Zach misses all that. Uh, I also noticed that uh, Anthony Brown was at least out on the field. Uh, but he was doing rehab work with the strength and conditioning coaches so and, and the trainers. So he still uh, kind of hung up on those ribs. Uh, Alden Smith didn't practice. I think it was illness. Uh, we'll see when the official uh, report comes out. Uh, Tyler Beatish, remember, they put him on IR, and he had to stay three weeks. But at least I saw him standing out there watching practice. So that's kind of a good sign uh, for him. Uh, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Ezekiel Elliott worked uh, off to the side when they were doing a stretch and special teams, and they were working on the resistant cords. So, um, so anyway, uh, that's kind of an update on what took place uh, at uh, practice today. Hey, Mickey, let me let me. We talk about the the Ravens not practicing much here in the last couple of weeks due to their COVID outbreak. How about we go back and look at how much the Cowboys have practiced in the last month? I mean, I'm looking at the calendar here, and I'm going back to November 7th, okay? Let's see. Make sure I get this right as far as the Cowboys' schedule. Um, I mean, over the last month, the Cowboys haven't – because they had the, – the during their bye week, they weren't able to do anything. So it was their bye week after – uh, November 8th through the 14th. They did nothing that week on the practice field, okay? So then it was the Vikings week, and they came back and they got three practices in that week, okay? And so then it's Thanksgiving week, and the day after the game, they're not doing much except getting loose a little bit. And then you had the, the Marcus Paul tragedy on last Tuesday, and so they were out on the field the 25th, the day before the game, and then they haven't practiced since then. Today right. was the first practice since then, December 2nd. So we're talking since November 7th, the Cowboys, and this is December 2nd, the Cowboys have had four practices. Hmm. 
Am I adding that up right? I, I'm, I believe I'm you, pretty sure that's what it is because they had none. You got it. They had none during their bye week. Three the week of the Vikings game. One, uh, which probably was more of a walkthrough than anything, you know, just the day before the game and whatever they normally do, which is all right. So that, but anyway, that's four practices, and now they've been off basically for a week. Well, they might Maybe have done something. Anyway. They might have done something that Wednesday before the bye week took place with the four days in a row off. Did they do something Wednesday before that? I think they had to they, shut it down. That Wednesday, they too? shut it down. They, yeah, they, it was it was the week the bye week. They that was when uh, the the played Pittsburgh on the eighth, and they they had to shut down the oh because of Pittsburgh where they That's couldn't right. do anything there. That's right, right. I because forgot about that. Because of the Pittsburgh that. positive. Yeah. That's right, and so. What they had planned to do during the bye week, it was all it got whatever canceled. they did was virtual. It got canceled. Yeah, it yeah. got canceled on field stuff. So right. they've had they've been on the practice field really for a practice four times since November seventh. So that's here's, a span of twenty five days. Here's here's a here's a question for you, Spags. You know this is so foreign to to myself as a former player. If I were to put myself in the position that they're in now as the present players. Okay, so uh, if I'm injured, such as a Zach Martin or Cam Irving, uh, and it's time for me to come back and practice. And so here I am. I'm still a little gimpy, been doing my little rehab and, and trying to stay not too active. But is it an, is it an advantage to not practice as much <laughs> after you're coming off of an injury, right? Well, that, that's what I was going to ask you, Everson, just in general, even at this point in the season, uh, how much do they need practice? Well, once again, because we started off the way we started, they never really got into that, that routine, okay? So that can be a problem for anyone that's healthy or not healthy. But if you're coming off of an injury, if I'm coming off an injury, I was blessed I didn't get hurt that much. But if I'm coming off of an injury, I don't really want to come out there and do too much. And I'm not going to be too upset if we don't have practice. Because what I'm, the other part of that, that scenario is, Spags, if I'm hurt and I go home or if I'm even healthy and we don't practice, they still would say, do something at home, right? I mean, they're not just laying up on their butts and sitting up chilling, right? I mean, right. Still, they still should have a routine. I know if I was playing, if I know I'm not getting enough practice, I'm going to do something myself, uh, even though they have shut down the practice field because of COVID. I'm still going to go home as a healthy person and do something to stay active. I'm still going to Try to find somewhere outside hey, to where hey, I can Everson. work on my backpedal and things of that nature. Uh, Everson, if I'm Andy Dalton, the last two days with that with the cowboy with the stars shut down where they can't go up to the star and do anything, I'm going to Dak Prescott's backyard. <laughs> I'm getting my receivers, and Monday and Tuesday of this week, I'm out there throwing to my receivers. And, yeah, and I would not at all be surprised. In fact, I wish. Channel 11 would have got their chopper out, and we would have got a, a, some video. <laughs> Not just of, a drone. Uh, <laughs> a drone will do. A drone yeah, will a do. a drone, that's fine. Yeah, that's and, fine. And, All right, and so you got to take a break. And, we'll... and you guys would have got busted for breaking the protocols. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we gotta come back and talk about that. We gotta come back and talk about that. Yeah. All right, and, I gotta know uh, about this. and we have more mixed shots coming back in just a moment. <laughs> We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr Pepper and cream soda. Let's take a listen. Dr Pepper and cream soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay, let's play. Cream soda and Dr Pepper time. Ah, uh, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Oh. Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. The Mixed Shots. <laughs> Give the gift of the Cowboys this holiday season with a membership to Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. For a limited time, get a commemorative established 1960 lapel pin with your fan pack. Memberships start at just 20 bucks. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. Good to know right. you're a journalist and that you do all your work on paper. That's nice, <laughs> <Bex>. <laughs> All right, we got the last few minutes here. We got about eight minutes left here on mix shots. I'm watching the NFL Network feed of pregame warm-ups prior to the Ravens Steelers game. And they are showing number seven, Trace McSorley, throwing passes in pregame. Uh, Robert Griffin the third should be the starting quarterback for the Ravens. Uh, and uh, Lamar Jackson should be back next week. Boy, I talk about a blast it. from the past. Oh my God, RG three. I think I think I just read. <laughs> I think I just read a note that the last time Pittsburgh lost a game, RG three started it for Baltimore last mm. year. Oh, okay. So, but that's that's when that that Baltimore the Baltimore defense was balling and Pittsburgh didn't have Big Ben. Right. That's right. That's exactly yeah. who was, right. Who was playing quarterback? Who was playing quarterback for Pittsburgh? It would have been Mason Rudolph. I believe maybe? that probably, probably is right. Unless he unless he was already suspended. He and Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, we get you we get you ready for Cowboys and Ravens with a little Ravens Steelers action uh, this afternoon. And one thing we talked about ever since yesterday, when you look at the NFC East and the opponents for NFC East teams the next couple of weeks, and now you look at this situation that Baltimore is going through, and uh, it'll be interesting to watch them the next three hours and see how they look. But believe it or not, don't, with the don't, Cowboys record don't, don't, at three and eight, they are pretty, Emerson. <laughs> I, I can't go through this every week, man. You're killing me. <laughs> I was so I was so you know upbeat last week and and then I, I fell into a depression and I'm, I'm just climbing back out of bed, man. Come on, don't don't do me like that. Well, man. we're gonna we're gonna help you we're gonna help you out because uh, when you look at the other three teams and who they have to play, uh, the Giants next two games at Seattle and against Arizona uh, for Washington loss loss. They're at Pittsburgh and at San Francisco. And Philadelphia is at, at Green Bay and New Orleans. So there's a lot of losing oh, to loss, go on loss. there. Now, the big question is, Dallas at Baltimore and Cincinnati, can, can, they, can they win two straight? Oh, my God. <laughs> or because, even one straight. Or even one straight. They might be in a tie for first place. That's right, and then they'd be they'd be tied for first with the home game against San Francisco, and San Francisco might be the toughest game they got the rest of the way. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Trust me, I hate to say it, but those New York Giants, they look really good. Backup quarterback, though. Uh, oh, now who's 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 in now? Well, yeah, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is out this week. He's out at, at least. least this week. See, but by the time we by the time we play, he'll be back. He'll be okay. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be just fine. Hey, hey, and that, and you that know defense hey, is that defense is still balling, guys. And and we 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 don't know much about that here lately. But a good defense can keep a bad offense in any ball game. All you gotta do is get a little luck from there. And they hey. have been they have been really doing it on defense. Hey, with Lamar Jackson coming back for Baltimore for the Cowboys game, I mean, uh, Daniel Jones will be back for the Giants game. I expect Joe Burrow to be back when the Cowboys play Cincinnati <laughs> next week. He already recovered. And Jimmy Garoppolo his... will be back for the Niners. He'll be yeah, out right. there in a boot or something. All right. and, and Ron Jaworski will be back for the Eagles when they play them. And then I'm coming back if Ron's coming back, all right? <laughs> well, here's the – Nicky, what's the, what's the most – I was going to say, here's, here, here's the hang-up uh, on all that. Uh, when I looked at the stats, the Cowboys are giving up 156.4 yards rushing a game. And by no surprise, that's dead last in the National Football League. So we can sit here and talk all we want about you know the problems they have offensively. Aren't compensating for their their problems defensively, and even in the game they won against Minnesota, they gave up 28 points. Um, they gave up more than yep. 100 yards rushing again. Uh, so yep. until and that some, gets, and some good passing yards as well. Right until that gets fixed, 
then they don't have the ability to compensate for uh, the struggles they'll have on offense with both of those offensive tackles probably missing uh, the next two games. Uh, and as we saw, not only do they not protect the quarterback with four of the five guys on that offensive line backups, uh, but they are not really opening anything up to run the football either. So that's why we always go for it on fourth down, no matter where the ball is. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, uh, that's, that's my theory. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll, and why and I'll, is that again? He said that's why they said, go that's, for that's it on why, fourth that's down. Why we, that's why we always go for it on fourth down, uh, in, no matter where the ball is placed. Because we can't stop it. Those dire, that dire situation that Spagnola has so artfully pointed out. And then we can, and then we can uh, throw in that they're 31st in uh, the turnover differential with a minus 13. Uh, I believe they were 30, 31st in giveaways uh, with 23. And when it came to fumbles lost, they are dead last. What about points given up? Well, I can look that up if you guys talk amongst yourself. I'm pretty sure they're way, not last because I heard them talk about some other poor team was, was having that problem. I can't remember who it was, but I heard that this past weekend. Well, and they'd be 32nd in the league in giveaways if they factored in uh, failed fake punts and failed fourth down plays into, into giveaways, too. But we might be leading the league in successful uh, uh, fake field goals and, and punts as well. So, and Everson, right. you were dead right. 32nd in points given up per game. Hmm. You had to look that up, Mickey? I needed to double check. I didn't want to just assume. <laughs> you didn't just want to dump on them. Yeah, you wanted to make sure there was a righteous dump. I got you. Have you, have you watched the games? <laughs> There's no way another team is giving up more. 359 <laughs> points in 11 games. So that's 32 well, something a game they're giving up. Hard, hard to win when your offense is struggling and your defense is doing that. You know what, though, Mickey? Yes. There is hope on the horizon for you because you've got Brad Sham and Nate Newton joining you tomorrow. I got hope. No one's going to watch the show, Bill. No one's going to watch the show because we're not on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Your ratings are going to tank tomorrow, Mickey. No, if they tank, it'll be because of the person leading the show. <laughs> All right. I think we're out of time for this week, for, for this week for Everson and me That's on right. Nick Shots. That's right. We'll have to make do with the voice of the Cowboys, Brad Sham and Nate Newton tomorrow with uh, Mickey Spagnola. Mickey, would you like the last word today? Uh, I, you know what? We're going to have a bang-up show because Nate Newton is fired up to join Mick Shots once again. <laughs> All right. Very good. I may or may not tune in tomorrow for Mick Shots. <laughs> <laughs> 
at 1.30 on Thursday. Otherwise, have a great weekend, everybody. You too, Emerson. Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!